afternoon. Thank you again for joining us for another time of an encounter with God. I pray that the Word of God will uh, touch your heart and help you even as you seek daily to know Jesus so that you can make him better known. Last week I brought to you the message about um, how we can avoid spiritual stagnation and continue to grow in Christ, become matured believers, and then not just become matured believers and continue to mature uh, in our faith. I believe strongly that in our work with God, we don't have to become stagnant. That is not in the will of God. God does not require spiritual stagnation. He desires that his children continue to grow in, in him um, and to become like him um, in every aspect of our lives, in words, in our deeds, um, and uh, everything that we do. We are more spiritual beings than the physical body that we find ourselves. And the desire of God is that we reflect him in every aspect of our lives. So let's read uh, the passage that we read last week again. And today I want to dwell on the three components in this passage. I'm hoping that the Lord will use these um, three explanations of his word to help you know that you don't have to stay uh, where you are. You can be used by the Lord immensely to continue to uh, spread his word and reflect the, the glory of God to the world that is being lost and moving away from him. So bow down with me as we pray. And then after that, I will invite the word of God to be read again to us today. Father, in Jesus' name, I invite you into our hearts, into our homes. I invite you into our, our spiritual beings. Today, be our teacher. Help us to be able to draw close to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's have the word of God read to us. Our scripture reading today comes from Luke chapter 8, verses 4 to 11, and it says, While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to others I speak in parables, so that those seeing they may not see, though hearing they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Thank you again for bringing this uh, uh, reading to us. The same passage that we read uh, last week, and it's about the parable of the sower. Jesus taught in, in parables when he was on earth. And he used parables as a means of explaining a deep spiritual lesson to his hearers. In this particular parable, where he uses the um, situation of a sower, 
And just like I said last week, he was very practical in whatever he, he taught his hearers. Jesus was probably uh, speaking and using the situation of a farmer who was probably planting his seed on his farm at the time that he was teaching about this particular topic and telling the disciples, look at this farmer uh, right there. You see as he's, he's uh, um, spreading his seed, some of these seeds are falling on, um, on the path, others are falling on rocky and stony grounds, others are falling on thorny grounds, others are falling on um, good soil. And each one of them has the means of uh, developing into producing as a seed. But he wanted them also to understand that not all of them are able to yield anything. So in, in this particular passage, he explains or gives us three main components which all stand for very deep spiritual things that we need to reflect on. And those are the things that I want to dwell on today as we um, seek to understand what uh, Jesus wanted us to know uh, from this particular passage. First, it's about the sower. The sower clearly represents he, Jesus himself. It is Jesus who is uh, presenting or planting the, the, the seed. He's the one spreading the word. He's the one that is uh, giving us the opportunity of uh, receiving the seed that is the word of God in our hearts. So the sower is Jesus himself sent by his father to come and spread the words of salvation unto all men. But the, the, the passage is not only reflecting um, on Jesus or representing Jesus as the sower. The sower also represents you and me. The sower represents anybody that has the opportunity to be able to spread the word of God or teach the word of God. We all have sowers in our lives. If you have a pastor and church leaders who teach the word of God, you have worship leaders who, who bring us to the presence of God. You have house fellowship uh, uh, teachers or leaders. You have uh, individuals who are able to spiritually guide us into any form of uh, growing in our walk with God. All these things, are, all these individuals are sowers of the word of God in your life. We all have sowers in our lives. But the main problem is normally not with the people that sows the seed, especially when it comes to all of us who actually belong to churches that teach the word of God, the word of God that is not diluted, unadulterated word of God. It is what will make us to grow. If you belong to this, this fellowship, then you have a sower who is making an impact in, into your life. I am a, a spiritual sower. Your, your house fellowship leaders are spiritual sowers. Your worship leaders are spiritual uh, uh, sowers. Your church leadership that is guiding and helping to mold you into becoming like Jesus, they are sowers of the word of God um, in your life. Um, Jesus says this in Luke uh, chapter 19 verse, uh, verse uh, 10. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. 
Every sower has a purpose or, um, of, of his presence in your life. Jesus, as the sower, had a mission. His mission was to seek for you, to search for you, to come to you in your dark and deep uh, um, life situation and to be able to help you out of it to become a child of God. That is what he, the sower, the ultimate sower, um, uh, his mission and his purpose uh, was on this earth. Every sower normally chooses the best seed that they want to plant. Jesus chose the best seed that he wanted to plant in you. The word of God is the ultimate revelation of the, the true nature of God to us. So the word of God, the one that will make you know God and to be able to reflect him and to be able to have that assurance of salvation and to give you the hope that passes all understanding. That word of God that is being preached to you even right now is the seed that, that the sower is bringing to you. He chose the right seed and planted that in your soil, which is your heart. The problem normally is not from the source. As far as I know, I do clearly see many people who are out there and are, 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 are claiming to teach the word of God, but are not bringing the actual truth. Yes, those people are there. But if you belong to a church like ours, we bring the undiluted word of God to you. The sowers that, that form the people that teach the word of God within our community will preach the truth and the message of the truth. They plant the right seed into your heart. Every sower scatters his seed with expectation. And that is what Jesus was uh, trying to refer to. He planted the seed of life into our heart with expectation. He expected the seed not to remain as it is. He expected the seed to break uh, out of its shell and germinate and begin to grow and mature and to be able to bear fruit. Every sower has a clear expectation and the expectation is that we will receive this, this seed and let the seed grow and let the seed mature and let the seed become something that is able to touch other people and produce something of great effect. But most of times we do uh, receive this seed. Even though God has high expectation of this seed, we do not allow this seed to make any difference or even crack out of its shells. For most of us, the seed remains just dead and remains as it is. But until a seed breaks out of its shell, it can never be able to make any difference and mature to become or germinate to become a fruitful plant. Then we do not allow, we are not allowing this seed even to germinate. Even though the seed, the true seed has been planted. For us, we have shut God out. We have shut our spiritual leaders out. We have completely tuned them out from anything that the, the, the seed that they have been planted, I mean, that is being planted in our hearts. Whenever the word of God is uh, starting to be preached, 
If you are like me, when I, when I first became a, a preacher of the Word of God, I had gone to Bible school, studied the Word of God. I had degrees of the Word of God. And so as soon as somebody begins to, to, to preach and opens a passage um, to preach to, to, to me, I right away know, think that I know everything that is being read. And what do I do? I tune that person out and just dwell on my knowledge. Failing to understand that God has specifically something to teach me, something unique that you wanted me to learn from that particular message. Because you may read uh, God of God's word over and over and over again. I have read the Bible from page to page several times, but every time that I take a passage and read it, God, deals with me in my current and specific situation that I find myself. Are you tuning God's uh, sowers out of your life, the spiritual leaders of that God has placed in your life? Are you tuning them out? Are you allowing them to be able to continue? You are encouraging them to continue to feed the, you with a, with a true, um, undiluted word of God. I'm not sure what state you find yourself, but every good sower chooses the right seed and he sows the seeds with expectation. God has expectations from you. Are you fulfilling those expectations? God's expectation, ultimate expectation is that we will become like Jesus. Since you turn your heart to Christ, are you being like him daily in your walk? Are you reflecting his character? Those are the things that I want to talk about, brethren. I want to draw your attention to a growing child of God lives his life every day knowing that God expects him to become like him in everything. Every good sower scatters his seed generously. The word of God is given to us generously, without anything that is being held back. We all have sowers in our lives, and these sowers are planting seeds of life in you. I am proud enough to say that by the grace of God, I will continue to preach and teach the true word that comes from the Bible. So if you are not growing, if you are not maturing, if you are, are remain as you are, it's not because of me, it's because of how your soil has opened itself up for this seed to grow in you. We are all sowers of the word of God. You need to be reminded that you and me and every child of God is called also to be a sower. We are Christ's ambassadors, as the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We employ you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. 
We are God's ambassadors. We are God's representatives. We are uh, left here on this earth to let the world see Jesus in us. He says, therefore, that you and me are the light and the salt of the earth. So let the world see that light of God in us. Let the world taste us and be able to taste the character of God uh, in us. We are God's representative. Think about that. That is a powerful statement to be able to, um, to, 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 uh, to talk about. For me as a human being, to reflect who God is, to be his representative on this earth. God, the reason why you are still alive, I am still alive and have not been taken into glory is because God knows that you and I still have a purpose. We are all sowers of the word of God. We are God's ambassadors of his, uh, on this earth. Let me leave, ask you these questions. How are you receiving the sowers in your lives? I know that not every sower can have a positive influence in you. And those ones that will not bring that positivity, we don't need to let them have a place even in our lives. We need to brush them off and allow what is positive to continue to be in us. But how are you? How open are you to the sowers of your life? And secondly, you are not growing as a child of God because of how you are opening your heart to the sower and the sowers of the word of God. In you, John 7 and verse 38 says, Whoever believes in me, Jesus is teaching here. As the scriptures have said, rivers of living waters will flow from within them. If you truly allow the sower's seed to, to fall on the good soil of your heart, the word of God says you will overflow, you will mature, you will become, um, receive abundance um, in your heart and continue to grow in your faith. Most of us still reject the sowers in our lives. We still even have rejected Jesus. If you are listening to this message, I want you to understand that God is using men and women of God who are preaching the true word of God. If you haven't come to know Jesus yet, they, are, they want you to come and receive Christ, receive this seed in, um, of the word of God in your heart, and then be able to, to allow this seed to germinate and grow and mature and bear fruit. Do you know Christ as your savior? Do you have him as your redeemer? Do you um, reflect him in every aspect of your life? The way we respond to the sower makes a difference in our productivity. If you respond well positively and open up your spirit to, to God, you will continue to grow as a child of God. You have every opportunity to grow as a child of God, but are you growing in your faith? We live in a world where we have everything that we need to grow as children of God. God uses the sower to speak truth into your life. And anybody who attends my church, who sits under my teaching, will be able to testify to this fact that 
there's one thing that I will be very, very particular about because God has called me. And he says, Joseph, you are a watchman over God's people. And if the watchman is warned about danger that is coming to the people of God and he fails to warn them, he fails to teach them the true word and any harm happens to fall on those people, the, the watchman will be held responsible. I know I will account one day to my God for either being a genuine and a true shepherd of God's people or not. And I want to be in the presence of God. I want to come out of his presence and say, yes, I have been able to teach his word without holding back. Do not neglect the sower in your life. Do not turn them out because most of us have tuned all our sowers are. And yet I want you to remember, as long as you remain on this earth, you need to continue to grow in your work with God. The second component in this passage is the seed. The seed is the word of God. The word of God that um, is being preached to you. The word of God that is being taught um, to you in every aspect of your work with God. It is life for those that provide the environment of, of growth. God's word will be a light to you. If you provide a good environment, a good soil for it, it will remain and continue to grow in you. Uh, in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11, the Lord says this, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without uh, watering the earth and making it bad and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and, and uh, bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. God has sent his seed which is the word of God, with a purpose and with a mission. It is not going to return to God. Let not. Today, I want you to say, I refuse to let the word of God that has been planted in me to, to get out of me without making a difference, without yielding what God wants me to yield. I refuse to let this word um, uh, not bear any fruits in my life. Make that as a goal in your life, that you will let the seed of God that he has planted in you not uh, be a seed without fruit. Make that your mission. Make that your goal. Proverbs 4, 22. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. God is speaking. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to ones to the one's um, whole body. The word of God is life to you. And God says, my son, my daughter, pay attention to what I am teaching you. Pay attention to the source of the word of God in your life. Pay attention to what they are telling you because they are bringing you life. Pay attention to his word. So as 
um, how the seed delivers and heals those who receive it. Every seed that is planted in you, which is the word of God, is meant to bring deliverance. It's meant to bring healing to your body and to your soul. Psalm 107 and verse 20 says, He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. God's word that is coming to you now, I pray in Jesus' name, shall heal you body, soul, and spirit. As you open up your heart to him, may his word bring healing to your physical situation, to your spiritual needs. May it bring deliverance for your soul in the name of Jesus. I pray that you, the yoke that is holding you back from, from growing in, in Christ, that yoke be broken right now in the name of Jesus. God has a plan for your life. The seed needs to be planted before it can have a life that uh, needs to, to, to grow and produce any fruit. Let that seed be planted in you. Open up your, your heart, your, your soul to the Lord. But the seed doesn't only need to be planted. The coat of the seed needs to be broken before it can germinate and be able to bear fruit. Most of us do not want to even break, allow the seed to break forth and yield anything. But without that happening, you will not have any um, fruit that is coming out of you. We do uh, not want to change. We want to remain as we are. But God has expectations for his seed and it is to bring maturity. It is to germinate and to be able to grow, to become, um, to make us become like Jesus. We need the seed broken before we can grow. You need to be broken in certain part of your life. The pride uh, that the enemy has put in your life needs to be broken uh, from you. Any spirit of laziness that the enemy, spiritual laziness is what I'm trying to talk about, has placed in your life, preventing you from um, uh, making achievement in your faith, needs to be broken. To be able to enable you to grow in your work with God. We need to be broken in every aspect of our lives that does not honor God. Husbands, you need to be broken in your relationship with your wives. Wives, you need to be broken in any area that is being a hindrance for your marriage to continue to grow. Ma uh, single young men and young ladies, we need to be broken in our desires for the, for the world that we live righteously to honor our God even in our singlehood. We all know the words um, of many of our celebrities in our in our world today, but most of us cannot even memorize or uh, remember the word of God and speak it out uh, freely. We we'll remember many many um, songs, worldly songs out there. But we don't remember. We cannot sing um, genuinely the word of um, the, 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 uh, the songs that honors God. To grow, we need the word. To grow, we need the seed. We need to allow daily that seed of God to have its place in us. If your life is not 
changed or you are not changing, it is so, it is not because of the sower or the seed, it is your choice. It is a decision you have made. So do not blame it on anybody. Check your life and see, have I allowed God's word to have its rightful place in my life? The sower will always seek to sow the best and the right seed. It is left with the soil to make it grow. The third component, as I have mentioned in this passage, is the soil. It is your heart. The soil is the condition of your heart that opens up to God to let his word continue to grow. It is the, the, uh, um, the, the, the nature of your receptivity of this word of God in your heart. This, this word that is sower, the sower in your life right now, that is speaking forth God's word to you. The way you allow those words to remain and in you will determine how they will grow. You are in control of the growth of the seed in your life. You are in control of it. If you let God uh, to have his full and rightful place, if you let the word of God to have its full and rightful place, brethren, in your heart, you will not remain as you are. You will grow as a child of God. It is a choice that you need to make. And that choice to push you and motivate you to try to, to seek more, to be like him. The nature of your soil determines the nature of your growth. The nature of your heart uh, receiving the word of God will determine how you let the word of God continue to have its place in you. Growth cannot happen without a good soil. You cannot grow without your heart being the place where God's word will have its place in, um, uh, in your life. The condition of the, of, the, of the soil determines what happens to the seed. You either let the seed have a place that it germinates or it continues to remain dead in its state. What is the condition of your mind, heart, and soul? Is it ready for change? Is it ready for growth? Is it ready to continue to rise above your current state in your spiritual walk? Is the word of God taking root in your soil or not? I am not sure where and how you let that happen. All we need to do to grow is to open our hearts to the Lord and give up all that is hindering the growth of the seed in us. Brethren, the word of God says in Ezekiel chapter 17, verse 5 to 6, God has planted his seed in your heart for a purpose. He took one of the seedlings of the land and put it in the fertile soil. He planted it like a willow of abundant water and it uh, uh, sprouted and became a low spreading vine. Its branches turned towards him, but its roots remained under, under it. So it became a vine and produced branches and put out leafy Buffs. God has taken his seed and he has planted that in your heart. 
Would you let that seed grow in you? Romans 12, 1 and, 1 and 2 says clearly, if you let this seed grow in you, it changes you, it transforms you daily, and therefore you will not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind and your heart, because God has planted this seed in your hand. Listen, he says, therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God, because God has shown you this mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your uh, true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world. Do not yield anymore to the, the way that the world uh, does its sins. Let God's seed have growth in your life. Lastly, there's one common component about this parable, or in this parable, um, that we all need to clearly understand. There is a sower in your life. And that sower, God would have placed in your life, your spiritual leaders, your worship leaders, your house, uh, small group leaders, and anybody that God may be sending with a genuine word of truth into your life, that is a sower of God's word. It may be your parents. For some of us, we've tuned our parents out completely. We don't want to listen to them. We think we have matured enough. But personally, as long as you continue to live on this earth and your parents continue to live, they will continue to be your guide and your teachers until God calls them. Remember that there is a sower in your life. God sent his son to be the sower. But after that, he sent his spirit upon men and women of God to continue to sow his word in you. Would you let your soil be a receptive soil? The condition of your soil will determine the growth that you portray as a child of God. Oh, hallelujah. May you grow and mature to reflect Jesus. Amen and amen. Bow down with me and let's pray. Father, thank you for your word that is true, your word that is active, your word that is sharper than any two-edged sword. Let this word be received and let it be obeyed by your children. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for making time with us. We look forward to worshiping with you again and uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face continue to shine upon you and be gracious to you now and forevermore. Amen.